Also, I just realized we need to be very careful with the name when we're saying this band so people don't think we're talking about Lord, her what? new song. <laughs> What's her new song about? It's called Shake the Baby Silent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm shaking a baby, baby. baby. <laughs> oh, God, but it is important for the <laughs> listeners to know that we are not discussing Lord. We are discussing Lordy on this week's episode of the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And Steven is not here today. No, he Steve. could not make it this week. We are very, very upset about it. Um, but he might be happy he actually skipped this week. Oh, he uh, will definitely be Which pleased. we will get into in a second. But first off, it he is... He would not want to be here for this. No doubt about no, it. No, you don't think so? No. Uh, well, first off, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you for listening, A. B, sorry Steve couldn't be here for your first introduction to what we do here. Uh, Go back and listen to his Freddy vs. Jason Oh, yeah, episode. just a few yeah. episodes back. Um... And if you've listened to us before, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts if you've not done so already. Yeah, five stars, people, preferably, you know. Now, Mike, um, before we get into the song, I, I found something on the internet. I don't know. It just kind of caught my eye. I just wanted to read it to you. Oh, sure, sure. Um, it's something called shaken baby syndrome. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Yeah, Nick. I've, you I've, have. I've, I've, okay. I've heard of this before. I figured. It's but, a fucking horrible thing that can happen to people's babies, Nick. Yes. Uh, Downright, but, I mean, day ruiner, life ruiner almost. That life is ender, I guess. That really. is absolutely correct, Mike. Uh, but for the listeners, shaken baby syndrome occurs when someone violently shakes an infant or toddler. Although shaking does even, and this is typically done because people do it out of frustration or anger because a child typically won't stop crying. Although shaking does eventually make the baby stop crying, it's usually because the shaking has damaged their brain. And from Healthline.com, quote, you should never shake a baby under any circumstances. Shaking a baby is a serious and deliberate form of abuse. Call 911 right away if you believe that your baby or another baby is a victim of shaken baby syndrome. This is a life-threatening condition that requires immediate medical treatment. Now, Mike, I just found that online. I don't know why it occurred to me. But anyway, this is the song that we're talking about today. Uh, yes, Mike. It's going to be one of those kind of episodes today, ain't it? No, it isn't, Mike. Oh, because Mike. we are going to get on <laughs> our high horse. You fuck, Nick. <laughs> we are going to get on our high horse, Mike, together. It's big enough for two of us. And we are going to condemn this terrible, terrible, outrageous song. Maybe, well... I was going to say this song trying to convince people to shake babies, but when you actually go into the lyrics, I don't know what this song is about, Mike. You know, Nick, I did I did give it a little lesson when you sent me the link, yes. and I got to say, the guy with this whole, Lordy's all over the place. Lordy, 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 I don't know what the hell's going on. That's Well, yeah, so let's get into the band that wrote this song a little bit, because, Mike, I have a personal connection with this band. I was saying before, at one point in my youth, this was like one of my top ten favorite bands. Now... 
I became a fan of this band around the same time that most fans of this band did, which was 2006, when this band straight up won Eurovision. Wow! Which some of our American listeners might not know what that is. But to our international listeners, I just also want to say, yes, we have heard you. We will do a Eurovision episode yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, it's an international European music contest. Think of it as like a big international American Idol, but I'll, I'll get into the specifics a little bit more later. Um, but yes, this band is called Lordy. They're a hard rock slash heavy metal band from Finland formed in 1992 by Mr. Lordy, whose real name oh, is... Mr. Lordy himself. You uh, know? Yeah, yeah, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a real character in the neighborhood, uh, whose real name is Tommy Pateri Put. Tansu. And I my Finnish is terrible, so I apologize for Tommy my pronunciation. Tommy Potato? Can I yes. call him that? Yes, Tommy Potato. Like we actually have a decent amount of Finnish listeners. Let's let's be careful. <laughs> oh god. I'm just I'm just fooling with you guys. But to our Finnish so listeners. Pateti, you, though. Pateti? Um P E T T E R I. That does not help me. Pateri. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he is the band's uh, lead singer, songwriter, and, and this is a credit I've never had to give anyone uh, in this podcast, costume maker. The costume maker? Because, he- listeners, if you don't know who Lordy is, look, just go to Google Images and look them up. They look like, I, I want to say, like characters in a Six Flags haunted house that would jump out yeah, at you. They're kind of ghouly looking, you know? Yes. Yeah, like, I have I have an image here that I'm showing Mike. They... It's fun. It's spooky. They've got like you know breastplates and like spiky armor. One guy looks Fish like a nets. mummy. Yes, yes. Uh, it's 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 all good spooky fun. Well, until we get into the lyrics of one of the songs, we're talking it's about. all good spooky fun until you kill someone's infant. You know, <laughs> that could go on a T-shirt, Mike. <laughs> But they were formed in 1992. They rose to fame in 2002 uh, in Finland with their hit single. So, so ten, it only takes ten years to become famous. Is that is what you're telling yes. me? Yes. So, Eight. Mike, just another seven and a half more years, and we are good to go. Yeah, we'll reach lordy levels of success. <laughs> uh, they rose to fame in 2002 with their hit single "Would You Love a Monster Man," which is a straight up banger. It's a great song. Uh, it's great. So, wait, is so, but um, Nick, do you ever feel like a monster sometimes? Usually when we're doing songs about shaking babies, yes. <laughs> but only to shed a light on the issue, Mike. We're shedding lights on that. You're right, Nick. We are trying to uh, you know, educate the public on what not to do with their babies. Yes, and what not to write songs about. And <laughs> most <Yeah>. more specifically. <laughs> you know, it might just rub the public the wrong way. Oh, Jesus. But they, had, I, I, they, they have another hit single coming out calling uh, Leave Your Dog in the Car with the Windows Up. <laughs> yes. Oddly, more people were offended by that one. Yes, yes. Wow, the, wow, these angry listener emails are coming in live. It's crazy. Uh, on this pre-recorded podcast. Um, so in 2002, they rose to fame within their home country with the song. But then in 2006, they got accepted into Eurovision. Now, once again, I was not aware... Literally, my introduction to Eurovision was through this band. I They won in 2006, and a friend introduced me to their music, and I really liked the song that won, and I didn't know what Eurovision was. But Eurovision, to our American listeners and other international listeners who might not know, is an annual international song competition that has happened since 1956. This is like a real... This is like a staple. To- oh, Yeah. And it was um, it was originally kind of brought about as an idea in uh, 
post World War II to kind of find like a fun way to like unite countries together into like a fun sort of thing. So they made like a singing and band competition where each country kind of vets a band and whoever wins then represents their country and then all the countries go together and the thing is each country can't vote for their own band they can only vote for other bands and then the goal is to try to get the most votes and win Eurovision oh my god it's like like kind of like an olympic of music kind of olympics of music yeah yeah Yeah. only it's very european i don't know quite else how to describe it it is just it's so it's there's a reason why so many listeners from overseas have said you have to do eurovision because some of the bands that have made it to like the finals and the semifinals is just so batshit crazy that's just some wacky wacky bands oh but it's all good so don't worry like i said to our international listeners we will do eurovision at some point um but yeah each participating country submits an original song to be performed on live television and radio and then cast votes for other country songs to determine the winner um an example of previous winners were abba which won in 1974 with the song Waterloo. What? ABBA was in Eurovision. ABBA was? Yo! And in 1988, uh, Celine Dion represented, I think, Switzerland with a song in French. So she was also on as well. But in 2006, Lordy made history by winning the Eurovision Song Contest held in Athens with their song Hard Rock Hallelujah, which became the first Finnish group to win the contest and also the first hard rock heavy metal band to win. Because literally, it's almost all kind of bad Europop or like ballady singer-songwritery stuff. Um, They were the first thing resembling anything heavy to win. And... The song is great, Mike. Like I got, I got. Tell me, you have a little, a little bit of it there, Nick. Like you can maybe understand why a young high school version of me, Mike, based on what you know about me, why they would love this band and the song. kicks ass nick i'm gonna i'll give it to you man that's fun you know you know what i love about this it's got the growling but you can you can but they also have where you can it's very melodic it's got everything it's got it all man it's 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 got it's arena ready it's accessible it's kind of spooky but it's mostly just dumb fun and it just it it checks all the boxes, and it's just and it's just weird and European enough. Because in the video, just everything is blowing up. They're like <laughs> on a snowy tundra, and like everything is blowing up in the background. It's fantastic, and like all like uh, death metal bands from from Finland, uh, they are walking through the woods. Like. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> what was it? Uh, there was some like Twitter post or something that said like. Finnish park ranger's main job is just finding like black metal bands that got lost in the woods for album photo shoots. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they won Eurovision with this. They they were considered like a breath of fresh air. They and and like the album that this came from was called The Arocalypse. And I listened to it again because I hadn't really listened to Lordy much in a while. Uh, and when I listened to it, the album holds up. It's like it's got um Who's Your Daddy? 
it snows in hell, hard rock, hallelujah, bringing back the balls to rock. Like, Whoa. it's just a good, it's a, it's a, it's a fun time. I'm downloading that on Spotify. Now. Hell yeah. I'm no, no, I, I would still recommend to our listeners, check it out. It is a, it is a very good album. But regardless, I kind of fallen out of the loop on Lordy's music and, their star kind of fell a little bit. I think it's the same thing that happens to like an American Idol winner where they're insanely famous for like a year. And really with maybe like four or five exceptions, how many like American Idol winners can you think of who are successful now? Kelly Clarkson. Yep. Adam Lambert is fronting queen. Um, Clay Aiken outstarred Ruben. That's true. I can't even think of Ruben's last name right now. Stuttered. Stuttered. <laughs> I don't know why. I remember that because it's the only Ruben I know. Um, but yeah, then I feel like a David won, and then Chris Daughtry. Um, but I think it was kind of something similar. The only way I can describe it is, the, the metaphor I found is, if Lori's music used to be theatrical releases, their past few albums have been straight to video. Like, oh. you know, they still get it. They, they, they still... Well, they're old now, too, Nick. Jesus, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they peaked in 2006, and it's... Oh, my God, it's been almost 14 years since they won Eurovision. But they, they've still been very prolific. They've still been releasing new music. And they have an upcoming album called Collection, which this song comes from. <laughs> the Collection. Collection. But now... Do they kill something in every single uh, song? No, I actually... So, well, <laughs> here... The, the, to my knowledge, Mike, no. But uh, the album is, is yet to come out. This is actually, a, this song just came out like two weeks ago. It's very new. Um, but I looked into the description of what we can expect on this upcoming album. And the concept behind it is interesting. So I went to the page, I went to their actual website. I went to the page where you can pre-order the album. And uh, the description of it says, The band has deep Finnish roots originating from the city of Rovaniemi in Lapland. In 2006, they celebrated their international breakthrough by winning Eurovision with Hard Rock Hallelujah. But is it possible that this is only a pale misperception of our poor, small, pathetic reality? What if Lordy would have already been making music since the early 70s? And what if they had been releasing one hit single after another and are looking back at a full collection of songs that have been successful ever since? This is exactly the idea behind the newest Lordy studio album titled Collection. One more, once more, Mr. Lordy comes up with one of his ideas, absurd and genius at the same time. Collection is a fictional compilation album and simply says, what if Lordy had been in existence since the early 70s? It contains all their imagery hit singles from imaginary period, from different periods, done with painstaking attention to detail. This is how Lordy would have made music back then and therefore would have had hit material to release this compilation now. So you're telling me <laughs> we are getting a t-shirt with that someday <laughs> that these these songs are his imagination if they were releasing music in the 70s. Like what would Lordy sound like if they were popular in the 70s, 80s through the mid 90s? So so I I'll bet you then Nick, that's why he thinks this song's okay. Because you think the subject material would have been less objectionable in the 70s? I think people were just figuring out they needed to stop shaking their babies back then. You know, <laughs> like, you know I don't know exactly when that would have happened. When did that happen in American consciousness where we're like, maybe we should stop shaking our babies? When were people woke to the fact that they you know, couldn't be doing that? You know? Oh, you, you know, there was a time, Mike, where it was considered woke to not shake your baby. Someone in some little huh. zine in San Francisco was really trailblazing that. I can see, like, 
Okay, okay. Keep in mind, people, this is when at first people started realizing what was happening, but, you know, like, maybe, maybe uh, you know, progressive, like, you know, 1970s Deborah's over at Helena's house, and Helena's baby's crying, and she goes over and is about to, and Deborah's like, hey, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then, <laughs> like, you're right. You're right. Check your baby shaking <laughs> privilege, Deborah. And Deborah's like, "Wow, I, I I never thought of it that way." But now here's oh, the thing. Appropriate. I just <laughs> you know, Mike, it's debatable. But what is not debatable is that this is still a terrible thing to base a song around. But we're gonna get back into it, and I really wanted to get into the lyrics, Mike, because this song is brand new. The lyrics, like we're watching a lyric video now, but there's no. There hasn't been any analysis or dissection of these lyrics yet. We're, yeah. we're being trailblazers right we now. We are. And like, I want to understand what the fuck this song is about. Because even though it's called Shake the Baby Silent, I don't know if that's a metaphor. I don't know if it has anything related to any other lyrics. I don't get it, Mike, and it makes me angry. I'm so angry. We need Mike. to find out, Nick. And with that, let's get back into it. A dissection is imperative. So we're going what in to- the lordy was he thinking? Sing, <laughs> uh, that's a little lordy humor for you on this week's episode. Uh, we're going to go back to the beginning and start from there. Also, can I acknowledge one thing? I, yes. I know we don't. We try not to look at the Top Month of Muse videos until one day maybe we're on video. We can watch them with you folks at home. But the they've made the baby a demon. And I think that's to make you okay with what's about to happen. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know, Mike, every campaign where you go after, where a tyrant goes after like a persecuted minority, you start by dehumanizing them. And that is what Lordy's doing that's right now. Lordy's the baby's got like red eyes and like little horns. And so that seems to make it okay to do whatever is about to happen in this song. I don't know why I'm being about around the bush. It's the, the chorus is shake the baby silent. Okay, so we're starting with that. Yeah, I'm the shiver running down your spine. Car crash massacred lady. So, so, so Lordy's saying he's this, he's this concept. A concept of the shiver down yes. your spine. Oh, God, that's just, okay. But then he says, car crash massacred lady. Is he speaking to a woman who just recently died in a car accident? Or is he saying he is that in addition? Oh, like if he's both? Yes. I'm. Can you be a concept and a tangible at the I, same time? I, I, the song is posing some difficult I, questions. I believe he's talking to this car crash massacred lady. Just... <laughs> You know, maybe, you know, let's just try it in the positive way before Lordy completely throws it in the fucking trash when he gets to the chorus. Maybe, you know, he's like the EMT. And, he's got the jaws of life. And he's trying to figure out if this lady can feel anything, you know, try, try to make sure she's, well, oh. she's okay. <laughs> this car. You know what? Fuck it. There's no, there's no saving this. I, I, 
I don't know what he's going for here. I couldn't tell you. I well, granted, we've like, only do heard. We, do we shiver when we get hit by cars? Mike, you, hit... Mike, you would know. <laughs> I would not. I, I I love how I asked you that and immediately realized. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, did I, you get a shiver? I did not get. I got a concussion. Um, I saw a lot of bright lights. Uh, I no shiver though. No okay. shiver. Okay. Um, but also, granted, we've only heard the first two lines of yeah. the song. Maybe it will get clarified as we go on. Our crash Beat the fucker up like in the olden times. I am the scorpion praying. Okay. So now I'm getting now I'm getting real confused, right? Cause I kinda like the first bit here. You know, I feel like back in the day, man, good old good old round of fisty cuffs to defend honor and people and you, you know your your places. But you're saying there's more integrity to just beating the shit out of someone? But but no no in our in our sheltered current climate we have to file lawsuits and we have to tiptoe around it. You know what law? You know what Nick? You know I I got a I got a hot take for you on this. Oh yes please hot take for you on this one Nick. You know what, um, Nick who's who's taking people in for lawsuits? Who's who's making all this money? And who's being held down for the fact that they can't fight back against somebody who's got all the money and's got all the lawyers and's got everything and can't and can't even punch an asshole in the face for doing them wrong? You know what I mean, Nick? The poor people are suffering because of all these laws, man. They got locked up and shit. So poor people should be able to punch their accusers. I'm trying to understand what, how, how can you ever fight back if you ain't allowed to fight? Mike, you are throwing so many great t-shirtable quotes, one after another. My God, I want I want to take like a like a self help guru course with you, yeah. where you encourage me. Okay, first off, you got to beat the shit out of people you don't like. Oh, second let, off, and let me say this though, Nick, before people start getting the wrong idea, I'm a man of honor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike, no one. I don't think anyone would think that you weren't yeah. a man of honor. Just because I would pro- like, I think you know, being able to settle your differences with good old fisticuffs. Look, someone's on the ground. You don't kick people when they're down. You don't try to kill people with one punch. And you got to know when you're way stronger than someone and how to handle a situation like with responsibility. Because like Peter Parker's uncle always said, with great power comes great, great responsibility. So you think this is what Lordy, what Mister Lordy was getting at? Oh, I have. I'm trying, Nick. Because now he's also the scorpion praying. Scorpions don't pray. I mean, they can pray on things. So maybe he's trying to do some double wordplay there, otherwise known as just wordplay. But I don't understand what that has to do with anything else that was previously said. Yeah, and like scorpions stab things and stuff, but yeah. like they don't. They don't. Do they eat the? They don't eat the things they stab. Well, for eventually per- they do. Like would a scorpion eat me? No. That's what I'm saying. The venom is injected in something smaller to kill it, and then they eat that. Yeah, but what they can also inject it in something bigger. They could, but they can't. They're not, they're not going to like inject you and then try to start nibbling on your ankle. So that's when the scorpion is just bitching out. It's like, oh, I, I can't handle this. Exactly. The scorpion <laughs> just has a total bitch out. Totally freaks out. <laughs> I love that's my favorite line. I think I'm gonna hang on. I want to isolate that audio and make it my text tone. Hi, hang on, guys. Sorry, guys. Someone texted me. 
give your children rabies. I mean, oh, no, I know I said this before the episode, but seriously, what a PSA for all. You know, like when, you know, <laughs> when you're trying to warn uh, warn your kids out there about how to, you know, be safe in the wilderness. Yes. And it's like a wilderness full of Mr. Lordies. And it's like, all right, kids, look out now because you might, you don't want to catch the rabies from Mr. Lordies out there. All right. You see him foaming at the mouth. You're already dead. If you see him foaming at the mouth, you're already dead. That's the tagline for the horror movie version of that PSA. I, and in the video, he's shrugging. I'll, I'll give you. Hey, what can I say? I'll give your children rabies. It's like yeah, it's a job. I want to see one of like a raccoon like that, just like oh, I don't want to, but I, I will. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so, so, Mr. Lordy, as a babysitter, what can you offer to our family? Well, I, I must say, haven't heard that one before. I uh, I appreciate his straightforward, <laughs> no bullshit. Yeah, you know what? You know what? He's a straight shooter. I appreciate that. He tells it like it is. <laughs> you bring your kids in for the rabies shot. What happened? Well, we had Mr. Lordy as a babysitter. And- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth case today. <laughs> what, I want to recreate. Old Lordy. <laughs> you ever seen Old Yeller? <laughs> <laughs> I want to recreate the whole movie. Where old with Yeller, Mr. Lordy with Mr. as Mr. Old Yeller. Old Yeller at the end. How you doing, boy? <laughs> Oh. Would just be Lordy Yeller, <laughs> Lordy or Lordy Yeller, yeah. <laughs> and in the end, they have to shoot him. Oh yeah, That's yeah. So Gonna have to get a new frontman for this band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Nick, we gotta email him and see if he'd like to help us make that. A you reality. think that is just too goddamn funny to me? <laughs> a shot-for-shot remake of a <laughs> what movie from what the fifties? Oh yeah, oh, Mr. I Lordy. See, I want to see Mr. Lordy fight a wild boar, man. I really do. That, I don't know if you're are you you watched some old Yeller. You I watched Old Yeller like fifteen, no, twenty years ago, dude. Oh, that was the best dog, man. I, oh, dude, that dog. Yo, he loved that kid, man. He saved his life three different ways. Yeah. He's got fucking rabies saving us. Exactly. If he really loved his owner, why'd he have to go and get rabies? Because he saved his life, Nick. And then you think he's going to be okay because he locks him out in the back shed for a week. And he seems fine. And he's about to let him out. He's like, God, the old yeller's going to be okay. Lordy yeller's going to be all right. I heard him singing last night. (laughs) Yeah, we're going on tour next week. He'll be fine. (laughs) Oh no! Okay, so he is. So after that summary of old yeller, uh, we've established that Mr. Lordy will give your children rabies, and then we get into the chorus. Nick, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to admit this, but God damn. But yeah, he's got a great voice. It's catchy. I mean, they're rocking. He's got a good, because you you can understand what he's saying. It sounds growly, but they've got like enough melody and hook. Instrumentally, I don't really have a problem with this song. It's kind of right up my alley. It's chuggy guitar riffs and creepy keyboards. That's all I ask for. You know, if if he just, he could even 
just change maybe in my head I'll just change the words when I sing it out loud I'm like shake it like that is shake it later. that is the deepest level of denial I've ever seen you willingly put on yourself how would you change the word silent though you could rhyme it with violent but that makes it even shake worse shake it later violent <laughs> Yeah, just deniability. Just, ah, oh, he's not saying shake the baby. No, 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 no. Despite the title of the song, and once again, the lyric video, where the phrase shake the baby is presented as in the boldest font possible. Oh, yeah, they're not trying to beat around the bush, pardon the metaphor, about this metaphor. They are as as blatant as possible. They don't, they don't see any problem with this. And that's the thing. I like Lordy's music. This feels like them trying to be edgelords. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Nick, that's exactly what they're trying to be. Yes. Like, oh, what's something? What's something we could say that is really going to leave a nasty taste in someone's mouth? Mike, hot take hot take right here. I will go out and say it. I don't think Lordy would have won Eurovision with his song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think, Nick? I think they might have cut the mics on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Could you... Mike, I'm not going to lie. I... <laughs> This is not a tasteless joke. I'm just legitimately scared. When they perform this song live, they're a very theatrical band. Will they have a baby doll? Nick, no. Lordy, if you do listen to this episode. Nick, Mr. Lordy doesn't fuck around, right? I've He's gathered that much. He's an extravagant man. Yes. There would be an entire choreography with at least 25 backup dancers, each holding a baby doll. I thought you were going to say dressed as babies. Like <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we are tiptoeing around terrible joke territory, Nick, and I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Stop choreographing uh, the baby-shaking dance in your head, Mike. Uh, I got this new dance move I want to show you all. I call it. Mike, let me reiterate. Uh, you should never baby. shake a baby under any circumstances. Shaking a baby is a serious and deliberate form of abuse. Call 911 right away if you believe your baby or another baby is a victim of shaken baby syndrome. That is the mantra I'm going to repeat for the remainder of this episode, Mike. Shake it, baby. Shake no, that's not it, what he said. Baby. Shake it, baby. <laughs> Mike, stop trying, to... <laughs> stop trying to live in a reality of your own construction, Mike. Confront what is before you. My baby's got dance moves, Nick. That's <laughs> Shake it, baby. <laughs> it's got shake it, baby syndrome. It's dancing all over the place. Mike, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Oh, oh come on. That, that could be a nice, clean dad joke, couldn't it? What what did you call the baby that couldn't? St- what, what what? No, Mike, Mike, we're just gonna continue the song. Okay. <laughs> I just, I love this music video. Well, it's, it's, it's a lyric video where it's like there's lyrics and then there's band photography with like different filters thrown on it, just all kind of coming and going. Although Mr. Lordy is a consummate professional and hard worker. Like I said, he is the vocalist. He's been in the band the longest. He's the primary songwriter. He designs the costumes because he is his day job. He worked as a professional makeup artist and sculptor. So he made that. And then in addition, he's also an illustrator and does, does most of the band's album artwork. So, the music video we're watching, as I'm pretty sure illustrations he's made. 
and they're they're fun. Yeah, car crash massacred lady. I mean, of the band. Yeah, I no, I. And listen, I'm a huge horror fan. Like, I'm not, I'm not outraged by the imagery. I'm outraged by the lack of logic and everything, and also by the shaking babies. Torturing, chewing, Okay, really comes out swinging, no pun intended, once again, <laughs> on the beginning of the second verse. We've got torturing, chewing on tinfoil gum, crowbar meets the jawbone. Nick, if you're chewing tinfoil gum, you're just dumb. Is it really torture? That's the thing. I, I I feel like that would feel unpleasant, but I don't see We've it being We've dealt tortured. with a car crash massacred lady, punching dudes in the face, scorpions, fucking canoes on fire. Yes. And now he's like, oh, God, you know what could be real bad? You yeah. know what's really yeah. torture? Chewing on gum that's wrapped in tinfoil like you popped it in too soon. <laughs> like, you know. You were just, your breath smelled so bad that you Popped it in before you even took the rap. Like, oh, 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 God, I forgot. Oh, oh, this is this is torture. Says the says the torturer to the guy that's up on the tied up on the what do you call those? The things? rack or the whatever. rack. Yes. Uh, yeah, up on the rack. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying he's not escalating the lyrics properly? No. Like maybe start with that and then get progressively. Then maybe like when you start with car crash massacred lady, you've set the bar at a certain level. He should have started with lady who accidentally popped in. Uh, a winter fresh without unwrapping it. You know what I mean? But even in this just verse, uh, torturing, chewing on tinfoil gum, crowbar meets the jawbone. Could you imagine popping a tin, popping uh, a spearmint in your mouth and be like, oh, geez, I, I forgot to take the wrapping off. Boy, that's a that's a bozo move. And then someone <laughs> smacks you in the jaw with a fucking crowbar? I mean, holy shit. Can I say worst dentist ever, though, if you're looking at the Crowbar picture. meets the... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we have an image of some ghoulish guy uh, prying a guy's mouth open, and I think maybe he has a crowbar in his other hand. Is that as wide as you can go? All right, hold on. Listen, Mike, you, you got to go with whatever your insurance covers. See, this guy right here, he's a United Healthcare dentist. That's the best this poor guy can get. You should see what the VA's giving people. Oh, gee, you know what? This country's fucked, man. The way we treat our veterans... And the child care in this country, that's what the song title's all about. These kids don't stand a chance out there, Mike, Nick. I'm reconsidering a lot. You know what? This Finnish metal band is really casting a discerning spotlight on America's health insurance structure and how backwards our health care system is. You know, they're Scandinavian. They have it all figured out. Crowbar meets the jawbone. That's health care in America for you, folks. Wow. That's, that's the Republican health care plan in a nutshell. Oh, and it's still costing people a fortune. Oh, yeah, no, they still have to pay. <laughs> that, uh, Chrome Army's the jawbone. That's out of network. <laughs> I told you to go Cobra. Now you're getting the crowbar. Uh, crowbar? I thought you said Cobra. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Okay, I gotta stop right there again. What? We're immediately into killing a seal with my bloody club. Because shaking babies is enough. Clubbing baby seals is the next logical step. Say, hmm. 
what other adorable thing could I destroy? Yes. Yeah. What? What, what other? What other hot button topic? What other taboo, edged lordy thing can I work into this song? He's only got two verses to do it, and he's he's, he's done a very admirable job. But who is he pretending to be? He's the shiver running down your spine. Uh, he's the scorpion praying, and he's also killing a s- seal with his bloody club. Yeah, and again, he looks like a toddler in this. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's the baby. Maybe he's the baby, Nick, and he's like, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get me out of here. I'm gonna destroy everything. Mike, from Healthline.com, you should never shake a baby under any circumstances. Shaking a baby is a serious and deliberate form of abuse. Call 911 right away if you believe your baby or another baby is a victim of shaken baby syndrome. Nick, I'm just going to need you to keep repeating that every time. That's good. That's, yes. I'm glad you're doing that. That's <laughs> Yeah, Mike, in case you forget, shaking babies is wrong. It is wrong. Me- I was talking on a metaphorical level. <laughs> I'm talking about like an omen situation <laughs> where you maybe have to kill the kids. Yeah. Okay. No, but you can't do that either. Listen, I'm going to tell you something, Nick. You wouldn't have killed Damien? No. He was the Antichrist. He's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> or did he? No, I guess he wouldn't be because my wife would have to fuck a dog first, yes, right? Yes, his mother was a jackal. Or his mother was a jackal. So did I fuck the dog? How does Damien come to be? Somebody, somebody's cheating. (laughs) And there's a dog involved. Maury, Maury, Maury. All right, unless, unless, unless... Okay, now we're getting the beast. This is fucked. Why? Damien's mother was a jackal. Yes. Oh, wait, that's right. They switched the baby. Exactly. In the... Okay. I remember now. (laughs) So we have now recapped the omen and old yeller in the same episode. I knew I should have shot that dog when I had the chance. <laughs> Fucked my wife and gave me an antichrist for a baby. Mike, I just want to hear you summarize old movies. Oh, oh yeah, The Omen. That's that's where the, the, the dog fucked that guy's wife and gave him a baby. The- <laughs> you know, how dare you, Nick? How dare you suggest... It is wrong to not kill Damien. It wasn't his choice his mom's a dog. It wasn't his fault. It's not that his mom was a jackal. It's that he was literally the Antichrist. He looks up at you with his little eyes and calls you, Dad, what are you, you going to do? Stab him with those sacred daggers that he was provided. Getting back to the song. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> killing a seal with my bloody club. So I don't think we gained any new insight as to what that is about. Also, why is the club already bloody? Because he's been clubbing other seals. Well, what came first, Nick? The bloody club or the seal? They're the you dead seal. That, that <laughs> has been stumping <laughs> philosophers for millennia, Mike. We don't really know if the bloody club came first or the seal. <laughs> I could see him. He's out clubbing seals. And his wife comes. and Oh, I, oh, I got your club. Ah! This is... This is my clean club. I want my good old bloody club. Ah, doll. Seal club is ruined. <laughs> Can't kill seals with a clean club. Mike, that's like the fifth t-shirt quote you've made this episode. That is so problematic. <laughs> I know. What's he going to do with a clean club? 
<laughs> you know, Mike, I think we have given more thought to the fact that the club was pre-bloody than Mr. Lordy himself did. I think he needed two extra syllables to fit in the meter in order to make it work. Oh. And he went with bloody club. Uh, but he does continue with some other references. Gremlin in the micro. Next door neighbor has been found. Ruff is riding through the sofa. Okay, so we had a Gremlins reference, and then we got into uh, Next Door Neighbor Has Been Found, Ralph is Rotting Through the Sofa. So now he's casually mentioning that there's a corpse rotting in a sofa named Ralph. Wow, Mr. Lordy. You give the corpse on the couch a fucking name, but the lady that's been massacred by a car is Car Massacred Lady. Well, you know what, Mike? Thank you for pointing out the inherent misogynistic nature in this song. Why do we have Car Crash Massacred Lady and we have Ralph the Corpse? Ralph. Why couldn't they do Car Crash Massacre Cheryl? Car Crash Massacre Sarah? Car Crash Massacre Jessica? I could go on. And I will. Car Crash <laughs> Massacre Julia? Car Crash Massacre Monica? Why isn't it Dead Man is Rotten Through the Sofa? Uh... Oh, no, I'm thinking of other ways you could die on the sofa, and I got sad for a second, so I'm just going <laughs> to... But right, Ralph gets two verses, too. Uh, ne- next door neighbor has been found. Ralph is rotting through the sofa, oh. and all we got was Car Crash Massacre Lady. Like, we don't know who she's related to. We don't know who would know her. Like, we already know this man uh, is a neighbor. You know, he yes. doesn't live out by himself. Is he Lord, Mr. Lordy's neighbor? Is it? Is that Mr. Lordy? Did Ralph rock through the sofa and Lordy and Mr. Lordy's like, ah, shit, man. I got, I, I got to put one in. I got to put one in here for Ralph. Do you think the real Mr. Lordy had an above neighbor in his flat or whatever, and the corpse, and he died up there and started rotting through his ceiling, and that inspired Mr. Lordy to write a song called "Shake the Baby Silent." I just think there has to be... The song can't be totally illogical. There has to be a nugget of truth somewhere that inspired the song. Oh, Nick, at her, certainly hope not. Okay, not the chorus, but... (laughs) Actually, no, you're right. Not any part of the song. This song is just universally describing terrible things. Except maybe one time Mr. Lordy impatiently threw his gum in his mouth before taking the rapper off. And maybe one time he went into a a mysterious shop and went home with... um, with a little creature and, uh, you know, fed it after midnight and then got it wet. And then had to shove it in the microwave? Yeah. And then set New York, and then New York City was never the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one time they performed in New York and just totally ruined it. I swear uh, one of those gremlins was based off of Mayor Giuliani, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's the one gremlin who escaped. That makes so much sense. Someone fed Giuliani after midnight. Oh, no! <laughs> Um, but uh, there's a lyric coming up, Mike, that makes me angrier than everything else in the song. Than anything. Wow. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to play that again for you. So y- you and the listeners can understand. I had a solid week to research this, Mike. I cannot, for the life of me, in any way, shape, or form, figure out what the 
fuck that is supposed to be, Mike? I, it's it's not referencing anything. It doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the song. It's gr- why why is it a why does it sound like a steward? Why is she saying do you want some piss in your mocha? Why is it mocha instead of other coffee? What the fuck does this mean, Mike? I, I'm putting a ton of burden on you right now. Well, Nick, I I have a few theories here. Yes, okay. please, please enumerate them. I need to hear. Well, one misdirection. It's kind of funny. Like, I don't know if Mr. Lordy is a funny man, but this this cracks me up. This is funny because it comes out of fucking nowhere and it comes after talking about freshly ground roadkill, which is gross. And this is gross, piss in your mocha, but it's like, you know, okay, you put some piss in my mocha. Great. I might not know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, if you were drinking, <laughs> if you're like, drinking this at a McDonald's, you wouldn't know. You're like, it tastes off. Okay. And then like, I've tasted beer that's off. You think I stopped drinking the beer? I mean, <laughs> I'm not. Most people, Nick, it's fucked up. They don't, a lot of people complain, but you know what? People judge the people that complain about stuff. Oh, this tastes off. So you're saying you would judge the person who complained more that their coffee tasted weird than the person who actually pissed in the coffee. <laughs> I want you... Uh, Nick. Nick. You... So, a Starbucks worker discreetly pisses into a mocha. It's very... T- and it's it'd be very impressive if they could do that, because they make the coffee right there. <laughs> She's been squatting for a while. I wonder where my coffee is. Now, the person gets the mocha, uh-huh. and they take a sip. Yes. Now, Nick, as an onlooker, who has not seen the piss take place, but it did take place, but you didn't see it take place. Okay. And you see or hear someone going, ah, this tastes terrible. Make me another one. Who are you going to judge? With no other context you've given me, probably that person. However, if the barista was as transparent as the person in this song and just says, sir, you want some piss? Granted, in her defense, she's not indicating she has pissed in it. She's asking if you'd like some. Or maybe she did, and the guy didn't want it. So she's like, we have a free mocha that's pissed in. Does anyone want piss in their mocha? You never had that where like somebody, like they, they didn't put almond milk in when someone requested it, so they'll just say, like, does anyone want this? Maybe maybe this was an over-enthusiastic barista who assumed the customer wanted their coffee pissed in. You want some piss in your mocha? Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, also, Nick, uh, but theory number two, um, Mr. Lordy's just trying to make his lady happy. And he's like, she's, they were doing it. She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> I've got such a great one. And he's like, oh, all right. You know, we've talked about shaking babies, clubbing seals, you know, running my car massacre lady and dead bodies and couches. What you got? What if I piss in their mocha? Sir, you want some piss in your mocha? So gross. I'm so bad. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? <laughs> oh, you, I can't say no to you, you big lovable thing. Come here. And I'm assuming he's always, <laughs> every conversation he has with his significant other is in the full costume. <laughs> Got it. That's a very good American accent, though. I don't know, because uh, the only woman in this band is a keyboardist. I kind of assumed it was her who did that line. Um, but that's a pretty good American accent. Yeah. Oh, it's real good. That sounds very valley high white girl. <laughs> but, Mike, that is the last new lyric in this song. That's what they chose 
to that's how it that's the last new oh my god that that that's the last new bit of information the song provides that's it because after that it goes right back into oh and also the out al- the album artwork for the single and you can go to spotify and see this right now it's a woman on an airplane who's got like slight demon horns shaking a baby who also has slight demon horns and there's people in the background smiling and <laughs> applauding as she shakes her own baby which may or may not be a Damien situation but Mike once again from healthline.com you should never shake a baby under any circumstance never never do it folks if there's no other takeaway from this episode I feel like that's it you could have just gone to healthline.com and gotten the same take home point all he needs to do is change the to it. And this... and this You're right, because the rest of the lyrics have no connection to the chorus. They can just exist in their own little weird world. Shake it... Wait, hang on. I, I, I'm actually... I'm going to play the chorus again, and I'm actually going to honestly try to change that one line. Mike, objectively, that would have made it such a better song. It would be such a good song, Nick. One word. But then they wouldn't be edgelords, Nick. They want to be. But if he said shit, and I'm telling you, and you had a good idea with the violence. Why not? Just throw violence in. Instead of silent. Because silent's kind of like, well, why did I shake it, baby, silent? But like saying shake it, baby, violent, or like violently, is like a little edgy, but it's still like implying, okay, the core point is we're just going to dance. It might be aggressive dancing, but it's just dancing. Yeah. Whereas currently it is Shake the Baby, which that's the uh, Mike. I as, as a as a as a connoisseur and enjoyer of many different forms of metal, I frequently have to justify to myself and excuse myself on why I enjoy songs with certain lyrics. Yeah, you've listened to some fucked up shit, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mike, I can't justify this. I can't in any way. Like, if I want, like, if, if you know, you know, when you have a song you really like and you really want to share Nick, it with someone. Nick, Nick, stop. There's no way. Nick. I'm like, guys, there's this great song. Now, the, 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 the title and the chorus is a little weird, guys, okay? But it's still pretty catchy. I can't do there, There's no universe. I, you can't. You can't, Mike. It's because it's, it's disturbing. Although who knows, it's, maybe they win Eurovision 2020 and then egg on our faces. This this song, this is as oh god, right, you might have to cut this out. This song is as disturbing as disturbed the sleep was of the mother who had to wake up. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget it. It's as disturbed as the mother as the sleep was of the mom who had to wake up because the baby was crying and she had to get up and that she- okay <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a massively disturbed sleep i mean jesus nick you really got to push someone over the edge to get this crazy to get them to shake a baby to the point where they receive brain damage mike yes yes i'm just going to constantly force you to see the logical conclusion to I was, all of these i was a very resilient baby yeah i was yeah first i mean you're still alive first day home from the hospital no joke first day home i'm this is this is <laughs> Brothers were playing football outside. Because your brothers were a little bit older. Yeah. yeah. Ten, 10, 12 years older. Jesus, yeah. Uh, football was thrown. Hits the baby. Me, the baby. L- little baby Russell. And like all good parents and families do, like, 
brought me inside and took a photo next to the football. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, wow. Nick? Um, that's what I, I love him. I love him for that. I do. I you you say you were a resilient baby. I was actually a dumb baby. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Nick. Babies don't know a lot, but there's still dumb babies out there. I was one of them. Because there was one point where um, in my old house, we had these little like iron. So we had a banister going down a staircase, and there were these little iron, ra- like, you know, pegs kind of holding the banister up. Uh, and as a child, I stuck my enormous head in between them and then got stuck, <laughs> and I couldn't get out. Nick. And like my parents had to like bend it slightly and da- I-, I think that I think they had to like slightly damage to get me out, and I pulled my head out. And a week later, I did it again. No, Nick. <laughs> I literally shoved my stupid big head in between this banister like twice within a week. I just, you know, I think I forget what's going on over there. Let me take another peek. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Let oh. me investigate further. Nick. You... Well, then I also stuck my head in the trunk of my parents' car and got my head slammed in a car trunk door. Oh, <gasps> Oh, I didn't tell you that story? No, That's why my hair Nick. parts in a weird way. Stop. What? what? I, <laughs> you know what a great violent note to end this episode on. But yes, I, uh, my mom was. I was like six years old. My mom was angry at my brother, so she was yelling at him about something. And she, we'd gotten out of the car, and my mom had opened the trunk to pull something out. And for some reason, something interested me in the trunk. And so I was looking in the trunk, I'm like, "Oh, what's going on in here?" And then my mom was still yelling at my brother. And she was angry, so she slammed the car trunk door down. And the first indication she had that something was wrong was when the trunk door immediately slowly went back up. Slowly. And then she looked back down at me, and I looked up, and she said, like, blood just started pouring down my head. Nick! Oh, my God! I can just imagine. Slam the baby! Slam the baby! Slam the baby's head in a trunk! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, Nick, that is... Mike, I haven't done it since, but literally my hair... Oh, Jesus. It, when my hair sh- when I cut my hair short, you can see like a little L-shaped scar, where, which is the indentation of my parents' 1995 Buick. Because they didn't give me stitches. No stitches? They did not give me stitches. Like, oh, bandage it up. It'll be fine. So I, I just have the, this, this literal right 90-degree angle <laughs> scar <laughs> on my forehead. Oh, you're... <laughs> But you know what, Mike? I learned my lesson. I have not stuck my head in a car trunk door ever since. You've learned heads shouldn't be stuck in the head. I did. I did. (laughs) Darwinian evolution kicked in, and I will pass that on to my offspring to not do that. I. You know what? They might have a fear of trunks now, Nick. That's good. That's. (laughs) That's amazing. Yes. Yes. That I am alive as well as you. Oh, Nick! I'm glad you see. We need to. We need to hear more of these Nick stories. (laughs) You kidding me? Uh, but that's, that's I can see your mom screaming at your brother. And, and you know what the first thing she said was after the trunk door went back up and I was looking up at her and crying as blood was coming down my head. She's like, what are you sticking your head in the car trunk for? <laughs> she didn't say this, but the implication was you stupid idiot. <laughs> she thought she taught you better, Nick. She really did. <laughs> I've disappointed my mom so many times. Not only am I doing a podcast currently, but I also stuck my head in a car trunk door. And you get stuck in a banister twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. 
in rapid succession. Uh, but oh, listeners, we digress. Beautiful. That was Shake the Baby Silent by Lordy. You know, maybe when the collection album comes out, well, we can take a listen and see. Maybe maybe their stuff from the set for their fake music from the seventies sounds less problematic. Yeah. I I'm gonna listen to the album. We'll give it a we'll give it a good yes a we'll, good go yes we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll give it a bit of a go. Um, but also to our listeners, you guys can. In addition to listening to Lordy's new album, uh, you can also listen to every previous episode of this podcast on DapperDevilProductions.com. I noticed on uh, the Apple Podcast page, it actually cuts, it only keeps the 100 most recent episodes and actually cuts out some of the older ones. Oh, no kidding. Uh, Spotify, you can still access it all. And then on our main website, DapperDevilProductions.com, we have the Song Topsy Reports main page where you can access it there. So if you are a new listener and want to hear a backlog of some of our older episodes, please uh, check out DapperDevilProductions.com or the SongTopsyReport.com will take you to the page as well. Uh, please follow us on social media as well. You can find all the links there. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can see my stuff for just me, just being me, at MrMikeRussell.com on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, check out the website. Uh, send us a song suggestion, please. We love get we, We've been getting more listener submissions all the time. Uh, got some personal favorite episodes too. They're great. They're uh, a lot of fun. And like I said, we've gotten a, uh, since we did that best of episode, we've gotten a lot more suggestions. So please, listeners, uh, the song tops your report at gmail.com. Please email us if you have any other suggestions. We'd love to do another one soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, uh, why don't you also send us, uh, one of your traumatic childhood injuries? Sure. <laughs> if you feel comfortable sharing that, you can send it anonymously but, too. You know, the kind of trauma you laugh at, like most. Things, yes, that like. you've recovered from and with hindsight. <laughs> can laugh at. Please don't share fresh trauma. We are not licensed uh, therapists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm sure Stephen Trollinger would say that you could follow him on uh, social media at Your Man Trollo. He does occasionally post some funny stuff, guys, so please check him out there. And, just, and slip into his DMs. Just oh, blow yes. him up. Just yes. <laughs> He said he doesn't read them very often, but I think if enough of you got his attention, he'd be forced to yeah. respond. <laughs> um, and luckily, he will be back for next week's episode. We got some fun stuff lined up for that. Um, and until then, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And you should never shake a baby under any circumstances. That's right. That would be, I feel like, Steve's contribution. <laughs> that would definitely, that would be exactly what he would say, yeah. And we will see you next week, guys. Take care. If you belong to me, eat an apple every day, get to bed by three, take good care of yourself, you belong to me.